brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, MSN. And search, ask, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your hosts. Hi, and welcome to Monday, the 22nd of January, 2007, Daily SearchCast. I'm David Naylor. Here's Danny Sullivan. I'm hating the Wall Street Journal today, Dave. Why? Because I'm trying to log in. I can't remember my name for my paid thing to get into their system. And I'm looking at this page. It's like, free preview. Yahoo denies violating Belgian copyright law. <laughs> the free preview is like the first two paragraphs of the story. It's like, dude, that's not a free preview. That's like you're spamming Google News and trying to make money. Either give me don't, the whole thing don't, or don't give don't it to me. Don't even go down that route. Okay, seriously, the, I hate the whole thing where you do a search in Google and it shows you like a snippet and you click on it and it goes, please enter your subscription details here. And it's like, huh, I ain't got any. And it's but at, like, least most, at least in most of those places, you, um, you, know, you, you can get in if you want to register. In this place, I can't read that article. It's not a free preview. <laughs> well, it's a free preview of nothing. I can't read it unless I have a paid subscription, which I do. I just can't remember it. But anyway, enough with that. We've got just a ton of things going on. Um, we're probably going to go about 40 minutes or so. I will call out that we're going to take a break, and <laughs> we'll let the producers hang with it if they can. Um, I'm going to be a little sluggish on some of the stories because uh, I was eating a brownie today and broke my molar. <laughs> I promise you my wife's brownies are not that hard. I had a very weak tooth, and um, it had already been patched up once before, and that, um, well, anyway, so now I have a temporary filling, and... Uh, I'm doing the best I can. So let's dive in with one of our favorite subjects. I know it's going to be one of your favorite subjects, and that's Google and Firefox 2, protecting us from the evils of the Internet, anti-phishing. So I'm, like, doing some banking and everything like that. I head over to uh, City Cards, right, the City Bank. they got a little thing for their sites or whatever. And this big, huge, giant thing appears on my screen, suspected web forgery. This page has been reported as a web forgery designed to trick users into sharing personal or financial information. You know, blah, 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 read more. And then there's a link, get me out of here. Another link, ignore this warning. 
things. And then the smaller thing underneath that, this isn't a web forgery. And I'm like, oh, that freaked me out. And I'm thinking, well, this is the right place. It really is the right place. I know it. So I went through and I, I thought it was just kind of interesting. I put up a screenshot of what it looks like when you get one of these warnings. If you're using Firefox 2, the Google keeps a list of sites that they consider to be perhaps phishing sites. And so they, they have this built into Firefox 2 or the Google toolbar will do the same thing if you don't have Firefox 2. So I submitted it and said, dude, this isn't a um, bad site. Get it off the hook or whatever. And run through the whole thing with it from there. So that was kind of that was kind of interesting to kind of play with it. And I did that, like, I think on Saturday. And then today I'm firing up just taking a look at stuff and everything, what's going on. And TechCrunch has this big thing. Breaking news, Dave. Breaking news off of TechCrunch. Google's blacklist of phishing sites contain bank information and more confidential details. In fact, Internet Security Service Finjin's going to confirm this. Sometime today is going to confirm this, which, of course, you know, you're probably yawning because you guys were already talking about this on Threadwatch yeah. back in September, <laughs> right? Yeah, and we, in fairness, yeah, we kept, kind of like, we kept this really quiet, okay? I actually pulled one of the posts, you emailed me about it today, yeah? yeah? I pulled one of the posts originally because it actually gave a URL out that if you went to that URL, you could have got all of MySpace usernames and passwords. Now, I've not been to it since, so I don't know if Google has cleaned this up or not, um, but it, you know what I mean, it, there was a lot of information in there that shouldn't be in there. Um, so I was trying to do my the good thing by just, like, not talking about it. <laughs> but I know, like, the hackers and people like that have been onto it now. So when I well, say hackers, I don't mean the bad people. I mean H-A-C-K-E-R-S.org. Um, that, I don't know if they're good guys or bad guys, really. Well, it's interesting. I mean, it, it, I mean, while you weren't going into the details, this stuff had come out months ago that these kinds of login informations were there. Um, I'm not quite certain how this is getting into their list, whether this could have happened to anybody or whatnot, um, where they're picking it up with it. But, you know, in, in one of the cases, you can see there's an access ID and the password. The stuff is all embedded in the URL, um, which is already, I think, probably a bad thing if you can prevent doing that. But uh, so then that gets stored here as a potential phishing situation. So um, anyway, it's been out there for a couple months already, and it doesn't help that it's still going out with it from there. So I'm sure I know. It, I mean, the... The, I, I just want to be like careful about what I say because there is certain stuff on, you know what I mean, that is out there that you don't want people messing with. Um, I think we're safe to put out the, I'm just, uh, I'll put it into the chat room, but don't don't go around telling anybody I've done that. <laughs> uh, and you can see that the Citibank one's in, uh, that's, that is a proper one. Um, anyway, so it's like, you must be able to do something about this, you know what I mean? The big problem is, yeah, is that what happens is that you don't need too many false positives, yeah, for this to happen. Now, can you remember over Christmas when PayPal went down mm -hmm. and when eBay went down, there was that kind of like weirdness? What was happening, because people were getting 404s, they were reporting it, yeah, as being like, hey, what's going on? This is a bad kind of website. And I think that the toolbar picked up on this, yeah, um, and obviously bad stuff happened to those sites. Now, Citibank's must probably have the same kind of outage at some time or a DNS issue, and therefore that's what's happened. But there is a worse one, <laughs> um, a much, much, much worse one, which is like Ajax and other stuff that's going on that I don't really want to get into too much about it, but when that leaks out, yeah, that's going to be so much more worse 
than these blacklists that are out there and the anti-phishing stuff because that really is giving away a lot of information. Um, oh, I don't want to know, Dave. I'm going to just dig a hole and put my head into it. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> uh, by the way, for, uh, for people who aren't up on the chat room, if you're listening to the show live, you can uh, chat with us as we're doing the show, dailysearchcast.com. Go to the fact page. It explains to you what's going on. And you are also the stuff that we're talking about, dailysearchcast.com. Find today's episode and you'll have links to all the stories with more information about that. I'm going to move us along to Yahoo. They're doing a search index update, so weather report. Um, this is our second weather report of the month for a major search engine. Of course, we had Google out there basically saying, giving us an update on some of the stuff that was going out there. Um, Google saying, hey, it's it's really just we're kind of doing some uh, toolbar updating and maybe a few other things, but it seems a little more substantial than that. Um, Yahoo saying, yeah, we're rolling out some changes in the search results. You might see some changing in ranking and whatnot, and uh, we'd really love if somebody would get upset about it because then we would know that people care. Except they didn't say that last part, of course. <laughs> they just bought it. Um, LookSmart has updated their furl bookmarking service. This is where you can save pages and keep it out there. Um, they say that they've made it easier to uh, organize the stuff and improve the browser buttons and material that you can go over there. So go check that out if you haven't been to furl recently or if you do like to go to furl. North Carolina is saying loser to South Carolina because they picked up the data center. There was a bit of a rivalry between the two states. And uh, Google went to the north. They're going to put their $600 million data center with uh, 210 people working in uh, Lenoir or Lenore. I don't know which way they pronounce it, North Carolina, but there you are. So, uh, yeah, some tax revenues flowing into, oh, I don't even know the nickname of the of North Carolina. What state is North Carolina? Come on, Dave. You're asking the wrong Englishman. Come on, you the wrong Englishman. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Come on, I should know this. Carolina nickname. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up with the miracle. It's the Old North State or the Tar Heel State. Oh, I should have known that. All right, North Carolinians, you can come after me after that. I like this one here. Google, Microsoft, and Yahoo are going to develop a code of conduct for um, businesses that are doing business in places like, um, you know, China. <laughs> Uh, you know, trying to figure out how they should be operating, how they should be doing stuff, um, coming there. They've come under fire, you know, for various things like privacy violations or giving, not violations, but not violations according to the laws of the countries they're operating in, but perhaps other countries might not like some of that stuff. So they're trying to develop apparently a framework so that the signatories would be accountable for their actions in the areas of expression and uh, privacy rights. So freedom of expression, I think, would probably mean like censoring search results. So good luck, Google with that one. <laughs> uh, well, now we have this code of conduct which says we really shouldn't be censoring so whole scale in China, so we're not going to do that anymore, China, okay? Okay, we're going to just ban you from the country. Oh, uh, okay, well, uh, anyway, we'll leave it off at that. Speaking of China, Google is going to be adding Chinese books to book search. They partnered up with a site publishing holding group that's going to get them 1,000 books uh, to start off with, and they hope to have another uh, have it raise it up to three thousand altogether. And then, speaking of books, we can move right along to uh, more things on Google Book Search. Apparently, they're thinking about downloadable eBooks. Now, I kind of chuckled about this because you can already download books from Google um, in PDF format if they're not copyright protected. And actually, I don't think it's new that they're thinking about having eBooks. I think they've always said that they were going to do something like that. I'm almost certain they've talked about that. But the uh, Times out of the UK has an article where they're talking just a tiny, tiny bit more about it. Um, <laughs> I love, by the way, they're talking about this thing when I've got yet another article when they're being asked about something. They say, oh, we don't talk about future products. But here, they're talking about a future product. <laughs> the answer is, you know, really what Google ought to say, we don't talk about future products unless we want to. 
So, yeah. you know, I mean, don't, don't, yeah, we don't, we don't discuss future plans. Just say we don't care to discuss that future plan, if even it is our future plan. Anyway, so um, Google saying we're working on a platform to let publishers give readers full access to a book online. Um, they kind of have that in some ways too. That's not necessarily downloading it. I think, if I remember correctly, one of the ways you can read some of these books full text even if it's in copyright, is if the publisher lets you do it while you're online. So, I don't know. I wish this is one of those articles I have not had a chance to read in more depth to poke at and prod at or whatever, because, you know, I'm trying to get everything together before I go off on a trip tomorrow, and I broke my tooth, as I already explained. You break your tooth and try to read 20 articles before the podcast. <laughs> I broke my tooth opening a bottle of beer with it, and I've not done that since. It See, really hurt a lot. But you deserve that. <laughs> Why? I'm because that's nice. nature's way of trying to instruct you that teeth were not meant to open bottle caps. Nature was uh, not supposed to right. instruct me that opening, you know, a brownie. And it was a very soft brownie, I have to say. I'm feeling really bad. It was a good brownie, too. went down with about a quarter of my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> the brownie fairy struck again. I know. Yeah, Our youngest well. son swallowed his last tooth, like two teeth ago. He swallowed it. I had to reassure him that the um, tooth fairy would no doubt still figure out a way to deliver him both his pound and his dollar. All right. They they get them both. And if I go on a trip, I'm required to make sure that pounds are available if a tooth is wobbly. I mean, not pounds, but dollars. Where are the dollars? (laughs) All right, Google. uh, You know, they have this search history feature that if you want to sign up for it, you can. In fact, I was playing around with this weekend because I actually needed to use it. I thought, now, what was that search I did where I wasn't ranking well for anything on Google because they don't still trust the website and they make some of my pages practically invisible? And then I found it in my Google search history. And one of the things they've added now is search history of your sponsored links. So if you are doing searches and you click on a sponsored link, you can apparently uh, have that recorded as well so that you know about it. And I haven't had a chance to play with it to find out if that also lists the site and if you click on the site again whether or not it means that you will uh, – continue to keep paying for that person, or if the link will go away when they stop paying. Actually, it'd be kind of neat, though, because if you click on the link and if it stays there without charge after that, you know, you kind of get an opportunity as a uh, site owner to uh, tap into some more traffic down the line, kind of kind of for free if anybody uses it. I'm going to try that. I'm still locally. laughing, by the way, about the fact that um, Google's, you know, their personal search thing. I, Google, Philip at Google Blogoscope did this like... Um, Back in 2005, he talked about how you can spam the search history. Like what you do is you put an iframe on a page, and the iframe, when you come to it, automatically generates a search request in the background. And if somebody's running Google personal history, search history, then it shows up in their search history as if they did a search even though they didn't do it. And it's kind of funny to do. And I looked just yesterday, and it's still happening. I mean, it's like well over a year you can still spam Google that way. So I'll put up a link to it about that. Come on, guys. you got to be able to figure out a way to fix that. It was a broken image, too. That's kind of cool. Oh. Now. (laughs) Google, 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 Google. Not satisfied by putting ads everywhere we are already at. They want to put them in video games as well. Because you know Microsoft, they're actually kind of strong on the whole, we're going to get the ads in the video game thing because we own the Xbox platform or whatever, so we can put it out there. So Google, Wall Street Journal says, is in talks with Adscape Media. They're an in-game advertising company to try to get their ads into things like PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Hey, Google, come on, just roll out the Google box, and then we can just, you know, because why not? 
Right. Why don't they just, like, roll out Google School where we send our children and then just click on the ads? Because they seem to just want to target children and not business professionals anymore. Because it's just easier to to co-opt the schools by giving them lots of Google stuff and things like that. They they could try to take over the schools, but they've already kind of have them in their pocket already. So, you know, we'll just save the whole takeover down the line. Sort of an annexation. Yeah, the Google projector. You sit in the, the office, and when you project uh, any work you're doing, it just puts ads in there automatically for you. Anyway, I want that one. Google's apparently been talking with game publishers for ages about doing this, past, well, ages past few months or whatnot. Google spokesman says, we're always considering new ways to extend Google's advertising program to benefit our users, advertisers, and publishers, as well as, you know, us ourselves, except he didn't say the us ourselves part. <laughs> In-game advertising ones offers one such possible extension among others, so definitely not ruling it out. Adskate says, we've talked to every major player, but there currently is no such deal. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, you know, they'll do something. It's like inevitable. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, BBC, the Beeb, which you and I support through our license fees, don't we, Dave? That's <laughs> going up again. I can't believe I it. And then they're whining. <laughs> they're whining because the 125 pounds a year we pay, it's like 200 and 25 bucks, right? They're whining that it's only going up 3%, not actually matching inflation, you know, but it's just going to match cost of living. Suck it up. You can do it, BBC. Anyway, so they're trying to make some of their programming available by a branded channel in Google Google Video. Uh, Apparently, Channel 4 already does that. So that you would be able to get some of this, some of the stuff on the Beeb, you could get it through Google Video and pick it down there. You know what's going to happen too, Dave? It's going to crack me up. BBC is going to do this, and they're going to put all this stuff in Google Video, and they're going to put it on for U.S. users, and we'll try to go to it from the U.K., and we'll get a message saying, oh, sorry, this isn't, because Google Video does that. They can license out what you can watch depending on where your area is, and it'll turn out that we won't be able to view it because they'll have blocked it for us, even though it was already on our own TV. Uh, What's Google have to say? A spokesperson for Google said the company never comments on market speculation. (laughs) Dude, you're such a liar! Such a liar. Oh, we never comment. Like, uh, yeah, right. Remember when they said they were going to build the uh, PayPal killer? And then everybody was saying, and then they had Eric Schmidt start, had to run around and tell everybody, no, we're not building a PayPal kill, killer. Let me explain to you what the speculation has been saying, and then I'll tell you what kind of what we're doing. But that wasn't commenting on speculation. It was just commenting on speculation. These are not the speculations you are looking for. These droids are not yours. Google is pushing their whole audio ads thing. You know, this is they're going to put ads in radio and do that sort of stuff or whatever. So um, Google, Logoscope, Philip Linson over there spotted uh, an ad for Google audio ads on Google. So if you land on it, it says, hey, uh, you want to, you know, have ads on radio? Because we could totally, like, do it for you. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was uh, booking a flight out to Berlin, and, you know, there's this whole British Airways. Oh, wait, wait, hang in there. We're going to take a break, and we will come back. Uh, Heads up, we've got to take a break, because there's just so much stuff going on. I've still got, like, a whole bunch of things to go through. So take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back. The Daily Search Cast. We'll be back after this short break. Stay tuned. 
For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Hi, and welcome back. Oh, it's the two show of Danny. Do I have to say that it's now Tuesday or anything like that? No, no, no. We're still Monday. It is still Monday. Wow. So I didn't yeah. really go to sleep then. No, no. We just, we just, you know, sometimes we just uh, shake it up. We do a longer show if we got it because we want to make sure people with that extra long commute can make it in there. Speaking of commute, I'm back to my flights, Dave. So I've got to fly out to uh, Berlin doing this travel show in March, and uh, I'm going to speak at it. So I'm like trying to book from Heathrow, like Heathrow to Berlin, right? One country's capital to the other country's capital. There must be like 100 billion airlines that fly between them, right? Yeah, just British Airways. Just British Airways. And of course, you know, British Airways is going on strike. And I don't even like British Airways to begin with. And then they're going on strike. So I'm like, well, I don't want to fly them. So I thought, I need to go check out, find some alternatives. So I checked out this uh, other travel search engine, especially for the U.K. and Europe, called All Check-In, uh, allcheckin.com, just to see what it was like. And I did a short little review about it, and it was kind of neat. It gave me some alternatives, not a whole lot, but if you're looking for something to go a little bit beyond Expedia or whatnot, you want to double-check what they're doing, you might want to check it out and see how it goes. Meanwhile, there's Travel Search Engine Faircast, which was that uh, kind of cool thing, you know, where they, you go over there and they try to tell you if you bought your ticket, if it was going to be higher or lower down the line, should you hang in there or whatnot. Well, now they're offering a, um, a fare guard service, which will basically let you buy an insurance policy uh, to protect you on the flights. Um, <laughs> sorry, I am is lighting up and it's not going away. On the show, go away. <laughs> <laughs> i got to really get the hang of that whole I'm doing stuff, set my status, leave me alone type of thing. I'll get to it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, so you can buy this insurance. It costs you like 10 bucks for a flight, um, and then it will lock in whatever the published rate is uh, in case the uh, fare goes up with it from that. So, wow, might be interesting to try. We'll see how it goes. Uh, who knows? Won't protect me from the strike, though. Eric Ward comes in today with the next installment of the Link Week column that we have out on Search Engine Land, and he talks about the Circle Link of Trust. Did you ever see, you know, one of the Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents? Yeah. You know, Robert De Niro's talking about, you're now in the Circle of Trust. You were, but now you're outside. the Circle of Trust. This is the Circle, and this is you over here. Yeah. 
Anyway, he talks about the idea that, um, you know, just re-reminding people that it's not about getting all the links that are out there in the world. It's more about getting the trusted links and, in fact, building yourself up as a trusted resource. And if you do that, and if Google and the other search engines see you as trusted, if they allow you into the circle of trust, then actually a lot of the stuff you do can just start ranking well because you're already going to be rocking. So he points out an example where, you know, he's he's like, I can put stuff up and it just starts ranking because I'm in the circle of trust. And um, Search Engine Land, of course, we're not in the circle of trust. <laughs> and I did this thing recently where I was, like, showing how if I did a search for, like, my article, like, even by the article's name, you'd get dig before me. You'd get everybody before, before my own article because, you know, we're still only about two months old, so it'll take a while for us to be in the circle of trust. We're, we're looking forward to it. You're getting there, slowly but surely. We're getting there. We're getting there. Speaking of trust, Wikipedia. Oh, these guys. You just want to smack them upside the head. I'm, so, you know, there's that whole SEO contest that started up again about um, everybody trying to rank for two words that mean nothing. And that causes some Wikipedia editor, who I'm going to guess is probably pretty clueless about SEO to begin with, to think that he needs to launch up a whole alert at Wikipedia that this contest is going to somehow really impact Wikipedia, right? Because it's on such a limited set of terms that whatever he's going to do is start going out there and trying to put links out over Wikipedia for it. Please give me a break. So meanwhile, they fire up the whole, we've got to put no follow on everything at Wikipedia. Just got to put no follow on everything to stop this stuff in its tracks. Because you know, no follow did such a great job of ensuring that uh, blog spam got wiped out, right, Dave? <laughs> for, those, for, those who aren't, for, for those who aren't up on no follow, it is a way for you to indicate to the search engines through a very small little tag or a little attribute called no follow. It's very easy to do. That you don't trust the link. And search engines like, say, Google will decide, all right, I see that you're saying this is nofollow. I won't count that link for ranking purposes. Now, to me, the big benefit of nofollow has really been that it got, you know, Dave Wiener and a number of other bloggers off Google's back because they kept saying, Google, you're the responsibility. You know, you've caused all this blog spam to happen. You created it, and you're not putting it in control. So Google said, fine, you want us to put a way for you to say if a link's not trusted, we'll do you nofollow. There you are. Didn't stop blog spam as well, but certainly was a nice PR move to get Google off the uh, off the hook has worked very, very well. Nobody really comes after Google anymore and say, Google, it's your fault that we have all this blog spam. They apparently point the finger at the people doing the spam. Anyway, so now all the uh, links over at Wikipedia have been marked no follow. Um, Barry's like, guys, this isn't even like the first time that they've done that. This has happened before, uh, and that didn't seem to stop it. So uh, maybe it'll happen and go with it from there. Barry's like, yeah, I think we should try it one more time. They can always remove it. I'm and but then Tim Bray, who I really like, comes in there and he's like saying, you know, I'm just kind of sick of linking to Wikipedia all the time. Anyway, you know, they kind of worry me. They're kind of a bit big, and I don't know if I should be putting stuff over to them. And I'm totally with them. Every time I link to Wikipedia, I almost like hold my nose because on the one hand, I'm thinking I like Wikipedia sometimes. I think they've got good material, and on the other hand, I start thinking, but I don't know why I want to just keep reinforcing them. So I got an easy solution. You know, if Wikipedia wants to no follow everything they're linking out to, I'm just going to start no following everything I link over to Wikipedia, and that's what I say. You know, you're going to link to Wikipedia, use a no follow attribute. They got enough link love out there already. If they want to drop the no follows out. We can drop the no follows in. You with me on that one? I just think the. No, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> I just, go on, go on. You say no, it, Dave. You just, I mean, it's, 
it's like the no follow. I mean, it's like the no follow thing is just getting so so out of hand. It really is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's getting to a situation now where it's like we we had a, we had a, like a whole like sit down meeting discussion that was basically what percentage should we put on there for no follow? Yeah, that would be tip it that if we went too much no follow, would that tip it as being a spam site? If we don't have any no follow on it, does that tip it as being a spam site? Where do we draw the line of having a no follow? Now, I'm like, this is getting out of bloody hand. You know what I mean? Because you, you link to people, yeah? Now, if you're going to link to somebody, okay, then I don't think you should ever use a no follow. You know what I mean? It's like Google linking to Sun and putting a no follow on it. I mean, what the hell's that about? Where'd that happen from? When did they link to someone with the no-follow? It was on one of the, the Java pages. And I'm like, this is like, I mean, Sun's a PR9 or, I mean, like, God damn it, when's this madness going to stop? <laughs> <sighs> Seriously. I'm going to, I must find, and now you see you've got me like, Google, Sun, boom. Um, and it was, what, it's just like, because the, they're one of their partners. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it's only because I've got this stupid toolbar that, same as Matt's got, where you have, it highlights everything with little pink boxes. I think you, you've got it yeah, now. Yeah, I do it too. It tells you everything that's out there um, if it's a uh, no-follow link. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really, like if you go over to Delicious, it just ruins the site because everything's no-follow at Delicious. So yeah, it's interesting if you go yeah, over to some place like go Reddit. To the site. What's that? It's like, oh, hi, Matt. Um, he's just observing those guys. Um, I hope you enjoy your vacation. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, I just, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? I, I can't understand why. Okay, when you're doing maybe like a, this is a, a test case scenario, and the people who are using AdSense on this website, did, okay. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll cut you short. Wikipedia is using nofollow because they think that's going to cut their spam, and if they actually knew anything about SEO, which they seem to think they know about SEO because they, they assume it's all spam, and they, you know, if they knew anything about it, they'd understand that that's not going to stop it because people have still been going out there and putting links all over blogs all the time because you can either do it in an automated fashion, it doesn't slow it down, and people say, hey, I'll still take the link traffic, so... Anyway, I, no follow hasn't been the solution. I still like having the tool. I still like the site owners can have the ability to do it. I agree with you. It's getting a bit of kind of crazy. But let's yeah, try. I might I might make um, like a a wiki spammer open source. So you just put in a, a keyword and it just spams every wiki page with a u- ten URLs. Let's say oh, around them. No, no. And, and just make it open improve. source. And that'll, and that'll, like, help, that'll help improve things. With the relationship. We'll even push in there and over. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm moving us to Belgium. Belgium. Because I'm starving oh, and they've got chocolate in Belgium. All right, I, we mentioned before that um, a bunch of new Belgian newspapers were saying, Yahoo, now it's your turn because you're violating our rights and you're going in there and doing this sort of stuff with us and whatever, and we're putting you on notice. And Yahoo has come back and responded and said, No, we are not doing it. This, this is that Wall Street Journal article that I could hardly log into now that it, that was the free thing and I got like the two paragraphs and now that I logged in, I get another four paragraphs. Dudes, here's a rule for the Wall Street Journal. Don't tell me an article of only six paragraphs is paid, okay? Just give that stuff away for free and get the traffic off of it. You didn't even write it. It's off the Dow Jones Newswire. Oh, smack, smack, smack. Anyways, 
um, the precious nugget we get out of here. We can confirm the copy presses can t- contact us regarding the display of archived results on our web search service, and we will respond in an appropriate manner, said Yahoo. More generally, we respect the copyright of content owners. Um, so they're going to like, you know. Oh. And then copy press says, we will go to court if they do not do anything. And I could say that because I know the woman they're quoting, and that's the way she talks. Um, Are you sure? I sound, I sound like a high-pitched gamer. Dave, sorry. No, no, no. This quote's great. This was worth logging in. Here's her quote. Experience proves that these sites do not remove the links easily. Ms. Borabone, you are an idiot. You're an absolute <laughs> idiot. I mean, if you just put up the robot's text file, yep, things would have been gone. Experience proves this has nothing to do with getting out of the search engines. This has everything to do with just trying to blackmail them into trying to pay you to be in them. Oh, my God, Dave. I can't believe it. Experience proves that these sites don't remove the links easily. Experience proves you know nothing about search engines. Speaking of the Wall Street Journal, they did a big article talking about the search engines and their test um, sites, you know, Google Search Mash, all the web, um, and AltaVista, which Yahoo kind of calls test sites, but that's more an excuse of, well, we don't want to close them because they still get some traffic that's out there, so we'll call them test sites rather than actually test anything new on them on a regular basis. Microsoft has the Ms. Dewey site, which is so that Microsoft can see how a porn star operates. <laughs> all right, she's only in one porn movie. <laughs> Ask has their access. Ask X site. Um, links to all those experimental sites that you can go to if you want to check it out. Um, there's not a whole lot in the article. They've got a few quotes, and they're saying that they just try to test different things. I love the, the Google quote or the Google you know, software engineer that's in there saying that, you know, we, we like to do this because we're trying to uh, make sure people aren't biased when they wait the results. And it's like, well, dudes, you know, the minute you rolled it out and everybody knew it was from Google, everybody started talking about it, and then that got you a whole bunch of early adopters that clearly were going to bias the results. But, you know, we know that. Anyway, I won't revisit that over and over again. Now, a couple last things here, just to roll us up and get us to the end of the thing. I'm going with it from there. Google's launched a, a new Librarian Central blog. You know, I've talked about this already, that they've been trying to reach out to librarians or whatnot. So I, say, I said to Phil Bradley on our blog, who, who ha- is a librarian in background, hey, Phil, do you want to mention this blog that's out there? And I come in on Friday, and it's like, Google, you suck! <laughs> <laughs> And he goes in there and he's like, he's like, well, yeah, Google's put this thing, but once again, they kind of don't really seem to understand that we're librarians aren't like little old ladies who work in big, giant buildings that are made out of brick. And <laughs> he's saying, and what's the deal with having a blog and we can't comment on it? We've got things to say, and you know, and by the way, librarians exist in countries beyond the United States, so maybe um, we could have some more things designed for. Us. So he's not, really, he's not real happy with them. <laughs> Oh, poor old Google. We were just trying to help the librarians. It's all we were trying to do. Speaking of centrals, Google Webmaster Central, Vanessa Fox over there did her year in review post. And, man, did they do a lot of stuff with Google Webmaster Central. Did you see that post? No. Oh, they went through the whole thing. The ro- I mean, like, it, last year they launched a robot text analysis tool showing you pages by page rank, common words in your site. That was just February. Then they gave you top mobile queries. You could download the data. That was in March. In April, meta tag verification to get in there, re-inclusion request. In May, then we got introduced to Matt. <laughs> I mean, sorry, to Adam Lesnick. <laughs> May was kind of a slow month. <laughs> some conferences. <laughs> in June, they increased the number of crawl errors they were reporting. They gave you um, the ability to see the number of common words in your site from 20 to 75. 
in uh, July, they uh, started supporting the NoODP tag, so you can get that stuff out there with it from there. In August, they got the preferred domain control site verification. Uh, they did some way to authenticate Googlebot in September. In October, crawl rate control, activity reports. You could opt into the enhanced image search. In November, they got the whole, we're going to get on with everybody together, and we are the world, we are sitemaps, and support a common sitemap standard. And uh, in December, they had lunch at SES Chicago. You know, it was a busy, busy year. Just lunch in December, I think, was cool. So, yeah, I think they're rocking. I'm out there a week from now. I will be up in Kirkland, and I am going to sit down, and I'm going to go through everything that um, is in that control panel for Google Webmaster Central and do sort of a big, huge revisit of stuff that's going on with it from there. So hang in there. Sweet. All right. Now, Dave. Uh-huh. More stuff. Yahoo has introduced a personal finance site. It gives you tools and how-to guides for tax planning, budgeting, real estate planning, blah, 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 some other tools. So you want to go do that. And if you're U.S.-based, check it out. You and I, I guess we'll do our planning elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Also, Yahoo has rolled out a U.S. schools search tool. So this lets you search for schools in Yahoo Real Estate by city, state, or zip code in the U.S. Uh, you get the results plotted by a map. You can sort by school district, distance from a location, grade level, school type, nearby grocery stores, and uh, other stuff with it from there. So uh, Chris checked it out, Chris Sherman, over at Search Engine Land on the blog, and said that, yeah, looks pretty good. I checked it out, but, you know, I don't have any schools to check in the U.S., so what can I do? <laughs> By the way, I have launched a comment feed over at Search Engine Land, so if you want to see what people are commenting about, now you can subscribe just to the comment feed and see what people are saying. And um, right now they're saying that Wikipedia and the SEOs need to achieve the taunt. Both have much to gain. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye bye, Agra here. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Comment. And uh, a bunch of other things that are going on with it from there. So the comment feed's kind of cool. It's fun. Also, our, uh, we're having our next webcast that's launching up in um, this Thursday. Chris Sherman is going to talk about social search and how search engines are trying to tap into social and make things better. Yet more IMs messages are popping up all over my screen. And I even did the thing to say, go away. I don't know what to do with it. I'm lost. And finally... Just a little laugh because I was digging for something to make you kind of chuckle or go with it from there. Apparently, um, if you were trying to get directions um, from North Brunswick, New Jersey to um, – where are they trying to go to? North Brunswick, New Jersey to Ben Salem. I don't know where it is, but it's not that far away. But <laughs> Google suggests that you make like 200 U-turns. Yeah, I like when they like go t next block, turn right, then turn right, then yeah. turn right, then turn right, then turn right. It's like, hang on a minute. It's really funny. It's a distance. It's a, it's a distance of thirty-four mile, thirty-seven miles, and it just keeps going on. Make U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. <laughs> make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask That's one funny. question, Danny? No, time's yeah? up. We're done. Okay, go no, on. No. Go on. Do you think, out. yeah, that the quality scores have changed in the UK for AdWords for the worse this year? Oh, do I think that the uh, the ads that I we see in the UK when we go to Google suck? Yeah. Yeah, they don't, you know, I've seen some odd things. I've seen things like, what are you doing? Why is that ad showing up? Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to say substantially and, you know, confirm it or whatnot. But, yeah, I feel that, like... Uh, I'll tell you what I'm getting a lot of, yeah, is the ad boys in the UK have got, like, re it's like they're knocking out the real ad people. And I'm like, this is kind of, like, a little bit crazy. You know you? I mean, and 
it's like these aren't overture ARB guys. These are AdSense ARB guys, which I've never, you know what I mean? And I'm seeing quite a bit of it, and it's like I can, I, no, I don't upset people. You need to blog it, and then we can talk about it more on the show. No, 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 because then, then people come around and kicking my door and say, you go to my tights band, and uh, it was just, it was good, you know what I mean? I was making well, my 20 bucks a day. Get, you need to get someone else to blog it. <laughs> yeah, I just posted in the chat room there one of the, uh, All right. the, the, the one of the keyword phrases, and there is, there's like two ARB guys there, and I'm pretty sure that, that maybe he's, this guy's breaking some of the rules <laughs> that I just posted up there. And if you are listening to this on the pod feed, I'm really, 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 really sorry that I didn't say who it was. Sorry, but that's <laughs> life. I will go check it out. Um, that's going to be the end of the show. Oh, I have to do a quick shout-out, and she's in the chat room as we talk. That's to uh, Kathleen Driscoll, who is Search Engine Friend, who says she's a long-time listener to the podcast, and she uh, listens to it at work. And uh, in the car, she's going from week to week, from work to work. And uh, cool. I'm very glad that you like it. And she likes my rant. So <laughs> this is probably a good show for that. <laughs> that is it. I am gone for like the next week. I'm not here tomorrow, nor Wednesday, nor Thursday, nor the following Monday, nor the following Tuesday. Because I'm going to be in you know, California, Seattle. I'm going out for the Microsoft Ad Champs thing. I'm doing some visits with Google. Matt Cutts has promised to take me, you know, shooting pool at the pool table. I always walk past when we actually just have to go to meetings and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's going to be nice. Do a lot of catching up and stuff like it when I get out there. But the show will go on. Tetlev Johnson has agreed to step in and keep everything going along. So I will see everybody in about a week. Tetlev will take care of you. Dave, so good to talk with you again today. Good, good. Talk with you I enjoy talking to you always, sir. Excellent. Okay, bye, guys. The bye. Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Then stay tuned in WebmasterRadio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Hi, this is Susan Bratton, your host for Dishy Mix. Join me Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, and I'll show you why business is entertaining. WebmasterRadio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.